Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Paul, Tychicus, Onesimus, and we've got plenty to go. We're looking at the final verses from the Apostle Paul to the church in Colossae. And he's revealing a little glimpse into his ministry network and his friendships. You know, oftentimes we'll skip over many of these verses, but this is a beautiful glimpse into Paul's own community. And what I've said is that it can be helpful for us to look at the people God has surrounded Paul with and use it to consider our own community. Not so much in the way that you have to take these words literally and go find your own Onesimus or Mark or Epaphras. But what we're trying to do is find themes in Paul's community that would still be true for us today, in our context and in our lives. Elements of communal life and friendships. Last time, we looked at a slave turned brother, and we considered the power of the gospel to transform people and communities. Today, we turn our attention to verse 10, And we'll consider God's providence in our relationships and community. This is Colossians 4.10. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you. And Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you have received instructions, if he comes to you, welcome him. So two more men mentioned here in verse 10. And these two, similar to Onesimus, are mentioned in other places in Scripture. In fact, both Aristarchus and Mark have multiple verses that mention them, which will be helpful for us as we gain a little bit of context into this verse. So here's what we're going to do. This episode, we're going to consider Aristarchus and what we know about him and his relationship with Paul, and then next episode, we'll consider Mark. So first, who is Aristarchus? We find out in Acts 20 verse 4, that he was a native of the city Thessalonica. So our New Testament books of 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, that was written to Christians like Aristarchus in Thessalonica. That's where he was from. Now, we don't totally know how they began their relationship, but we can piece some stuff together. Potentially, their relationship began during the time that Paul was preaching the gospel in Thessalonica. We find that story in Acts 17. Paul and his ministry team came into Thessalonica preaching the gospel at the synagogue. And it says that many were persuaded and came to faith in Jesus. And as with most cities Paul went to, he preached for a while, and this gospel movement sparked controversy or anger from many people in the city. So Paul is driven out into a new place. But it's likely this may have been where these two met. And for a traveling missionary like Paul, relationships like these were God-ordained friendships and ministry partnerships. Because in Acts 19, we're told that Aristarchus actually becomes a travel companion of Paul. He essentially joins his missionary community. And one of the unique markers mentioned in Colossians 4.10 that I just read a minute ago is that Paul says Aristarchus is a fellow prisoner. Now, some people have assumed that that merely means he's a prisoner of Christ, like Paul will mention about himself at times, that he's enslaved to the commands of his Lord. He's a servant of Christ. 
But because Paul mentions that other people are fellow prisoners so infrequently, I'm persuaded to think that he literally is a physical prisoner like Paul for preaching the gospel. And in fact, in Acts 27 verse 2, when Paul is in chains headed to Rome, it says that Aristarchus was on that ship with him and other prisoners. So all of this is a little bit of conjecture, and I'm putting a bunch of pieces together. So there's for sure a chance I could be wrong. But I think that Aristarchus was most likely a part of that initial gospel movement in Thessalonica who joined his missionary journeys with Paul and then became imprisoned with Paul as well. Now, all that being the context, here's my question for you as we consider Paul's relationship with Aristarchus. Do you recognize the friends and ministry partners that you have are purely God-ordained? In other words, do you see God's providence in all of your relationships? I think it is definitely true of these two friends and ministry partners. I mean, think of Paul's lifestyle. He was constantly moving around on missionary journeys. He was in prison multiple times. He was traveling from city to city. He was hiding at points. He was all over the place. And the relationships that he picked up along his way were no accident. Throughout Colossians, we're seeing it. All sorts of relationships with different types of people that are a blessing to him in many different ways. And Aristarchus is no different. A convert turned ministry companion turned fellow prisoner. And consider this. What if Aristarchus didn't venture over to the synagogue when Paul was preaching? What if he didn't hear the gospel? Or what if he didn't come to faith in Jesus? What if he had other elements of his life keeping him tied down to Thessalonica instead of going and traveling with Paul? What if his flesh caused a little more hesitancy about preaching the gospel in tough places so that he wouldn't be imprisoned? These types of relationships are no accident. A thousand pieces have to fit just in place for us to have the relationships we do. Do we understand, recognize, and show gratitude for how God has ordained our friendships, our community, and our ministry partners? For me, I see this in my relationship with my wife. There were many different outcomes of our life choices or groups that we were around that could have fallen the other way and we never would have met. I think about Jared, another pastor at Providence, or our whole staff team at Providence. Many things had to go just the way they did so that we would meet each other, build relationships together, and now be in ministry together. I think of some of my closest friends that I've built over the last few years and how God has done so much to bring us together and unite us as a community. And that's true of your life as well. So here's my simple encouragement for you today. Nothing crazy and nothing too challenging. Just take a moment to meditate on this idea. See who comes to mind and spend a minute thanking God for his providence in your relationships. He brought those people to you for your good. Let us not believe in random coincidences and that our relationships are anything less than God's good providence working to give you a community. So let's take some time today purely to be grateful. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.